All right, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to have you with us on this, uh, what is it, Monday, the 27th of November 2023, and uh, talking about you and your uh, love affair or hate affair, as the case may be, with the uh, Buffalo sports team. And, uh, you know, yesterday, I, uh, again, if, you, uh, if you're around long enough, you understand that. When the big game is on the line, when a major game is on the line, it doesn't matter if the Bills are up by 10 points, 20 points, or 50 points. They'll find a way to lose the game. And that's exactly what they did yesterday. Bad officiating and all, whatever you want to say. Uh, Great uh, performance by the defense in the first half of yesterday's game. And the Buffalo Bills, and again, they don't just lose. They lose in, um, in, in Greek tragedy fashion that's how they lose and you have to admit the irony that the buffalo bills lose a game because of a rule that was instituted it's it's called the josh allen rule colloquially that both teams in overtime must touch the ball and look i'm sorry but uh i know everybody loves josh allen but the guy is zero and six in overtime games he hasn't won an overtime game in the national football league and that should concern you uh because the great players and the great teams find a way to win patrick mahomes uh his appearances more often than not he he at least has shown he can find a way to win and the Buffalo Bills, unfortunately, um, they're, they're like the T's. Uh, <laughs> even going back 30 years ago, I remember uh, my male friends at the time used to call them the CT Buffalo Bills. And I'm not going to tell you what CT stands for. I will say the second word is the word T's, T-E-A-S-E. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Are you a, uh, a football fanatic? Are you a Bills fanatic? Uh, let's go to uh, Mark in Buffalo. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, you're sharp and focused today. It's very enjoyable listening to you. Um, I'm, I'm an o- Eagles I'm fan. Always sharp. I'm always sharp and focused. What are you talking about? Meth's a hell of a drug. Sharp as a, sharp as a pencil, man. Is um I'm an Eagles fan and also an Auburn graduate and I'm emotionally scarred after the Auburn Alabama game. That's a different story. Um, I believe that Buffalo outplayed Philadelphia, and I also believe that the Bills deserved the win. I think the total aggregate yards on offense was over 534 points, and they find a way to lose. That's unbelievable. Well, that kind of contradicts your first statement. The Bills did not deserve to win. They did not deserve to win because they were outscored by the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's the name of the game. You having more points on the board than your opposition at the end of a football game or hockey game or whatever it might be. If you look at all the relative statistics of the game, I think that um, Buffalo outplayed Philadelphia in every measure of the game practically. It doesn't matter because the Philadelphia yeah, right. Eagles the bottom line, beat the, bottom the Buffalo line is Bills. Um, I mean, just win, just I mean, the cliches are legendary. Just win, baby. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. I mean, Mark, why why do you think it is that when the Bills lose, they lose in such dramatic fashion? It's like heartbreaking fashion. 
I mean, sometimes they've been blown out like three of the four Super Bowls, but usually when they lose, it, it, it's always something extremely dramatic. It's spectacular. They find new and creative, unknown ways to win. It's unbelievable. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. I, you, uh, I, pre- I appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, the Eagles deserve to win because the rules of football and every other sport, if you have more points than the opposition at the end of the game or you score, you get the ball in overtime and you manage to outscore the opponent, you win. And therefore, the Philadelphia Eagles deserved to win the game. Um I know you might not like that, but it is what it is. Here's Frank in uh, West Seneca. You are on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, hi, Tom. Uh, I hate hate to tell you this, but I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, (laughs) lifelong fan. And uh, I wish I was hoping for the Bills to beat Philly Philly for obvious reasons, but uh, that didn't come about. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever, like you said, win a Super Bowl because they seem to come across as a mediocre team. You know, just just the way they play. Well, okay, but I mean, we have okay. Going going back to the early 1990s, okay. Yeah. This this team has like a uh, you know almost a 30 year history of not just blowing big games, but blowing big games in unbelievable fashion. You, as I said, if if you were writing a novel or a book uh, (laughs) or or, or making a movie about the the gang who couldn't shoot straight, it would be the Buffalo Bills. They were, they had a talented team there, those four Super Bowls. It's just too bad that they were out. It's too bad they were more interested in partying in Tampa than they were the game. They thought the Super Bowl was going to come out and walk the trophy to them. Yep, that's what I heard stories in the back, you know, from people. It's like, you know, until they, uh, I don't know, they just, they, they seem like a mediocre team. I mean, even my team isn't the greatest this year, you know, as well, far as I'm concerned. Okay, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of curious about the psychology of, uh, you live <laughs> in West Seneca and you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Would you like to know, uh, I mean, would you like to explain how that came about? Oh, I've I've always loved watching them. I mean, way back in the you know late sixties and seventies, I, I kind of liked the Bills, but after a while, they you know you break, they break your heart. But I've always liked the Cowboys and Landry and all that. You know, not just the, I'm not a bandwagon person. You know, I just the way they operated and uh, you know won the won their Super Bowls, obviously. But uh, I get I get that a lot when I'm walking around with my Dallas stuff on, but. Uh, you know, well, I mean, it's just—it's just, it's just curious. Usually, usually people grow up in an area or they live in an area. Yeah, they, I know. I've gotten I mean, people tell me, "Why don't you move to Dallas?" And I'm like, "No, the Buffalo's fine." <laughs> well, but but, uh, but okay, here's maybe you can help me understand something, Frank. Okay, okay? <laughs> because I mean, I watch football as uh, as entertainment. I, I do enjoy watching. I do enjoy watching the game. I think it's a, a tremendous yeah. game to watch. Okay, so, so I'll say I'll say that to preface this. But at the yeah. end of the day, the Buffalo Bills. Let's just say that a miracle happens. Angels descend from heaven. Uh, Saint Michael destroys Satan, and the yeah. Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl. What's in it for Bills fans? Like, what do they get out of it? Do they get a free year of tickets? Nope. Uh-huh. Probably not. What they, what they what they what they get out of it is the opportunity to buy even more merchandise. 
Exactly. They'll probably charge 75 bucks for a T-shirt that says Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champion. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, when the Super Bowl's over, that's football season's over. I worry about, you know, hockey, basketball, whatever. I enjoy watching sports just for entertainment. I, I don't make it rule my life. Like, it seems like when the Bills lose here, everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, like a death in the family. But, you know, it's entertainment. Yeah. So you know, you know, maybe somebody would like to disagree with me on this, but when the Bills <laughs> lost the season opener to the New York Jets, um, yeah. I think that that disillusioned a lot of people very, very early. And I think a lot of people tried to keep the faith in the Buffalo Bills, but that yeah. came left a very bitter taste in a lot of mouths. People I know who live and die by the Buffalo Bills were very concerned after that loss to the backup quarterback. Aaron Rodgers was knocked out of the game. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's too bad. I mean, uh, they need. I, I think they need a different coach too. Personally, I, I I was listening to that one guy before. Yeah, you know, and uh, I think they need a, somebody else. It, it, some of the calls he makes, it's like, why are you doing that? You know, I mean, seeing enough games in my lifetime, it's like some of the things just didn't make sense. You know, over the years, but. Uh, that same thing goes with the hockey, you know. They, I don't know. They need the, the coach they have now. It's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. They should be doing better with the young crew they have there. It's just, I, I don't know well, what's going on. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I haven't even had a chance to uh, analyze the Buffalo Sabers and their yeah. woes, and the fact that Tage Thompson, who was lighting the league on fire during a good part of last season, is out yeah. extended with the injury, does not exactly help the Buffalo Sabers, and they also still have issues at goaltending. Uh, yeah, despite yeah. Uh, Levi, I mean, they still have issues with goaltending, and yeah. you know, again. Uh, goaltending is, uh, if it's not the most important position in hockey, it's one of the most important positions of hockey, mm-hmm. uh, in hockey. And if you doubt me, ask what the guys who are still around from the 1974-75 Sabres had to say yep. about the Stanley Cup Finals. If not oh, for yeah. Bernie Perrant, we would have won the Stanley Cup. Right. And Bernie yeah. Perrant put in the performance of a lifetime, and mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Flyers beat the Sabres four games to two. Yep. Buffalo's in 1975, had, and the Sabres yeah. still haven't won a damn Stanley Cup, and it yeah. doesn't look like this is the year. You know, Hasek, when they had Hasek and Miller, they, those goalies kept them in a lot of games they should have never won, but uh, you need defense in front. You can't just rely on the goalie, you know. you got to have uh, active defense. <laughs> so your favorite sport is what? Uh, I'd say football and soccer. I, I was born in Germany, became a citizen here, and – 1979, so I could vote. Uh, I love watching World Cup and stuff like that. Rugby, now that's a sport. You know, uh, no pads. No, rugby, rugby is a gang assault disguised as a sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> much anything, you know. I mean, th- actually, our football, I believe, is derived from rugby in some weird, yep. co- it's some yeah. weird third step cousin of rugby. Uh, <laughs> thank you uh, very much for the call. Uh, Frank. Have, uh, have a good holiday. <laughs> uh, uh, feeling dunk, and yep. I appreciate hearing from you. Thank you. Uh, 803, well, he said he was born in Germany. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone. I just said much thanks. Uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Bobby in Tonawanda on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. I'm glad you're doing this show. 
I am so fed up with the bills. I ref- after this, I ref- I'm not going to buy one more I- anything of theirs. No shirts, wow. no jackets, no hats, no nothing. I've had it. I'm, and then McDermott gets on TV and, oh, yeah, we're going to have to look into this. And, oh, yeah, we're going to have to do better. It's the same thing every week. And they don't do better. And I've had it with them. And Josh, when he was running and jumping over people and that, we were winning games really good. Now, I don't know, since they gave him that increase in pay, it's like treating him like a baby. He can't do anything anymore. All right. Who, who can't do anything anymore? Josh Allen? Yes. Oh, John, Josh Allen is still a very talented quarterback. Um, he has a really bad turnover problem. And unfortunately, for as well as he played yesterday in so many instances, he throws an interception, puts the Eagles in great field position at the worst possible time. He does Now, if you're playing game. defense for the Buffalo Bills, that sucks the life right out of you. Tom, he does it every game. I know. And then, and then listen to it. Ten, ten, uh, um, ten. Oh, I'm so excited. Ten. Um, what do I want to say here? I don't know. Ten. Uh, what did they, they? They they did ten things wrong or something like that. Uh, okay. Do you want? Do you want to think about that? Penalty. Oh, oh, yeah, in the fir- well, that was in the first half. Ten penalties against Buffalo, one against Philadelphia. The referees sucked. I will grant anybody that. They oh, sucked. Definitely. But the bottom line is the Buffalo Bills had a ten-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they managed to lose the game. And I'm sorry, but that that, that is not a good reflection on Sean McDermott as a head coach. Sorry, it oh, just no. isn't. No, and i got to tell you something else. We're, we don't have any teams here that are ever going to get any tr- – the Sabres are never going to get the Stanley Cup. The Bills are never going to win the Super Bowl. I can tell as long as I'm 75, I doubt very much that I'll ever see them win the Super Bowl or the Stanley Cup. I'd give that about a 2% probability. I give my own uh, situation a 5% probability. Uh, if you want to hold on, you may certainly do so. You're all fired up, and that's good. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, not a, I'm not a sports talk host, by the way, so let's put her on hold, please. Um, I'm not a sports talk host. I don't claim to know the X's and O's. I'm more of a big-picture kind of guy, and I'm just kind of interested in how football became the new religion in America and why people are so fanatical about it and what is it about the Buffalo Bills that, I'm sorry, uh, they don't just lose. They lose in heartbreaking ways. Like, being a Bills fan is like being married for 20 years, and once a year you walk into your bedroom with a different wife, and there she is with another dude. That's like being a Bills fan. I mean, some of you are into that. Uh, whatever. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, awesome call, Tanner Saunders. Well played. 
It's uh, 439 at News Radio 930. WBEN uh, reminds me of seeing uh, one of the local bands that specializes in uh, 60s, early 70s British invasion stuff. Uh, 45 RPM. They're uh, quite a talented group of guys. And then uh, Saturday was a real treat because uh, had a chance to see Reset the Vinyl along with Back to the Bars. Uh, at an establishment in Depew, and it was kind of uh, kind of funny sitting at a table with my wife, my ex-wife, and my daughter. <laughs> uh, it's a weird situation, I know. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Yeah, not that weird. We're supposed to like hate your ex-wife just because she's your ex-wife? I don't think so. Eight oh three oh nine thirty, and we'll get her back on the show. Because she owes me for dinner. Uh, Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, if you're just joining us, so just tell me something. How, how big a sports fan are you really? And is it not true? Is there a single team in all of professional sports that has lost more big games in more bizarre ways than the Buffalo Bills. Smoking Man on the X-Files, I think, was right. They're never going to win a Super Bowl. Do you believe by the time you are interred at Forest Lawn or one of the other Forest Lawn group of Cemetery Cemetery, uh, do you believe that you're actually going to see the Bills or the Sabres win a championship? And I'm putting uh, the odds for me at this point at 5%. I give it a 5% chance, and that's probably being generous. Uh, let's go to, uh, excuse me, uh, Bobby here again in Tonawanda, who's pretty uh, fired up earlier. You know, Tom, I got to tell you something. All my friends are telling me I'm crazy. You know what? Diggs, if he wants to win the Super Bowl, get the hell out of Buffalo. Go to another team and play. Next year, how many of those guys are going to be around? Who's it gonna, what is it going to look like next year? That's going to be 18 years we've been waiting. I'm done. I am well, not buying any of this stuff. I'm done. Well, look, I think it has to be a source of concern that the stud players, many of them on the Buffalo Bills, are very long in the tooth by NFL standards. Look, do not uh, do not underestimate the damage that is done to the human body playing in the National Football League. I mean, these guys, I mean, look, these, these guys put themselves into situations that most of us would not get up the ground. We, we'd need to be put on a backboard and taken to ECMC. Uh, these are incredible athletes, incredibly in shape, incredibly fit. But, you know, let's put it this way. Just think about another job where you get to be 30 years old and you're basically over the hill. And the bills are... are Go ahead, go ahead. Did you see Diggs yesterday walking back and forth, back and forth, talking to the guy? I mean, his heart is in that game. He wants to win. You know what I mean? He wants to win desperately. I don't know what the other guys are doing. I have no idea. But, you know, if he wants to win the Super Bowl, go to another team because you're not going to do it here. Uh, well, I mean, uh, the off season is going to be interesting. I'll say that much. And quite frankly, oh, yeah. 
and, and again, you know, people people can can say, oh, you're reading too much into this. You're reading too much into this. You don't know football. I know a little bit about human nature. And last year uh, at the Cincinnati playoff game, when Stephon Diggs was basically chewing out Josh Allen, I said to myself, here we go again, the bickering Bills part two. Right. And this guy does not want to stay here. He, he did. I think, there's, I think there's more going on, Tom, than we know about. Oh, <laughs> There definitely is, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, anyway, uh, pe- uh, you know, and people get distracted with personal situations, which you have to separate from a professional situation. Whether you are um, an athlete or you know, no matter what it is you do, if you're uh, an actor, I mean, life, life happens, and these guys are human beings. But you've got to be solely dedicated to win, and unfortunately, I, I get the feeling watching the Buffalo Bills, especially in the Sean McDermott era with the talent that he's had available in its prime, which it no longer is. The Bills are right. no longer in their prime. That they, right. play, they play not to lose. Right. Now, you know, let's go celebrate when they lose. You know, at the end of the season, let's all go and clap the hands and say, we love you, Bills, and all that, like we've done for the last 17 years. I'm well, not hope, doing it. Hope springs eternal. I mean, that's just uh, hope always springs eternal. And what, you know, what, what gets me, okay, something that gets me about all professional sports and all teams is this. Oh, look who we picked up in the offseason. Look who we drafted. Look who we signed. And it's always like they forget other teams also made acquisitions and signed draft picks. So it's not like yeah. you are the only team that got new toys to play with. I mean, right. uh, and what else? I mean, Dalton Kincaid uh, has has proven himself uh, more often than not. I think he was a great draft pick for the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, G- Gabe Davis, I'm hot and cold on Gabe Davis. Uh, it's just, I mean, look, I don't know what Stephon Diggs is, is going to do. Uh, but obviously he wants a Super Bowl, and uh, I think he is a smart enough guy to see the writing on the wall that this team yep. is over this. I'm sorry, but the core of this team is over the hill. We're yep. very, very close to being over the hill. I agree. Uh, all right. Thank, thank you very much. I, you don't have to agree, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I- you called. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were through. My bad. My apology. We do have snow coming down uh, south of the city. Do use your winter driving skills. Uh, even Lancaster has several inches of snow on the ground. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the phone number. Uh, how how big a Buffalo Bills fan are you? I, I'm just. I'm curious. Look, I I watch it for entertainment. I do. Uh, and I I have developed over the years a real, um, and I don't claim expertise, okay, but I've developed a love of watching the game of football and the strategy and everything that goes into clock management, game management, et cetera. It really is a science, and I enjoy that part of the game. I truly do. Uh, But I cannot emotionally, I, I cannot emotionally invest in the Buffalo Bills 
because I don't want that feeling of that kid outside the arena after Carolina moved on past the Buffalo Sabres the year the Sabres were supposed to win the Stanley Cup, just like the year the Buffalo Bills were supposed to win the Super Bowl and then 13 seconds happened. And I am a firm believer, uh, and I, I can't prove this, it's an unprovable statement, but I do not believe the Buffalo Bills ever recovered from Kansas City and 13 seconds. I think that to this version of the Buffalo Bills team, that was as psychologically detrimental as wide right was to the Jim Kelly era Buffalo Bills. There are some things you don't get over. And I think that was such a trauma to that team. And then you add on to that the Hamlin situation. And I think psychologically, emotionally, this team is spent. And I, I believe it's a spent force. And it's, it, yeah, I, I just, I don't see them uh, making progress. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBN. Maybe some of you have been sports fans and you've ceased being sports fans. Uh, let's go to Dan uh, uh, in Buffalo on WBEN. Hello. Well, that was me you were talking about. Um, Big-time sports is something I can't do at all anymore. Um, but I, it, it was a process over the years. I was I was a, a babe in the woods in the early 60s, mid-60s. And, you know, this is when the most of the players in, the, in football – had jobs during the off season. Um, the bigger guys would get would become partners in car dealerships, and Ernie Warlick had Henry's on Main Street. But um, and I loved it all for a while, but it 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 got spoiled, and and it all got spoiled. And um, you advance forward. I mean, this may be too big a leap, but to the days of Tom Snyder, he used to have ex players on. And every single one of them wanted to broach the subject of fixing. And um, nobody I knew wanted to hear about it, though. And um, it got no traction as news. I, I know a lot uh, of people. It, I know a lot of people who think that all professional sports are fixed and rigged for the gambling community, and it's all a scam. I'm not saying well, that I believe that. I'm just saying it certainly isn't the first time I've heard that. And as far as the players having uh, jobs in the off season, look. Uh, the players have a limited time where they can have a career in the National Football League. And I don't blame players at all for the amount of money that they're paid because the owners of the teams believe they are worth that money. And what, what are the owners supposed to get everything and the players get a few pennies? No. Oh, if no, you could, no. But you I, could play but football. Whole... You, should, you should make as much money as somebody's going to pay you. Nobody's overpaid. I, I'm talking about a whole picture, though, of a thing getting spoiled. And, um, you know, I'll tell you what, Art Donovan and Letterman what became my hero when he, when Letterman said, hey, um, what do you think about the upcoming whatever Super Bowl? And Art Donovan said, are you kidding? Do you think I watch that stuff anymore? Um, and this is – and I was gleeful because, you know, everybody I know is still still ensconced in it absorbed and i'm like you know i'm finding other things to do when those things are on um and and it, it's it, it can't be helped uh talking about what happened yesterday uh look i enjoy i i'm not gonna lie i do enjoy watching football do i know 
everything there is to know about football? No, I do not. But one thing that is consistent year after year, season after season, the Buffalo Bills do not win Super Bowls. I don't think they will during my lifetime. Uh, I put the probability of that at 5%, and I think that's a little bit high. Uh, let's go to uh, Dan again here on the west side who has been turned off uh, to sports. Uh, but, you know, you're, the reason I brought up the, the owner situation, um, I mean, I remember like 1973-74 when the NFL Players Association was picketing a training camp, which was at Niagara University at the time, and having a chance to actually get Reggie McKenzie's autograph and get a picture taken with him, which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, anyway, um, the... Look, the players are the ones who make the money for the National Football League. The players are the ones who make the money for the owners. And if an owner is willing to pay a player a quarter of a billion dollars over a contract, that means that the owner believes it is worth it. Therefore, I do not believe these guys are overpaid. Please go ahead. Oh, I I like the idea of people getting paid. Um, That's that's not the issue. The issue is – through various means and reasons, big-time sports, and it's only big-time sports that I hate, um, got spoiled. And uh, I was in Houston in 82. I was enjoying the fact that there was all kinds of new interest around the country in the in the NHL. Um, but the league was still managing to throw a bucket of cold water on that interest because, you know, there's a lot of rinky-dink aspects to the way the whole thing is covered. My cousin from Port Colburn said that in the, you know, when he was young, if a fight broke out on the ice, the camera panned away from it. Can you imagine that? Um, not, not anymore. But you know, I mean, a lot of sports I do like, you know. But I mean, they're individual sports, participant sports. Even uh, one team sport I like is women's college volleyball, but we won't go into that. Um, oh my God. But uh, <laughs> okay, well, I love I love volleyball. That's one sport that I actually have talent at playing. Believe it or not, as short as I am, I'm really good at volleyball. The women's college volleyball is very visual, but they're also great athletes. Um, but uh, I, I mean, there was a, they came back from a commercial one time and. And one of the cameramen had vegged, and he was fo- and he was focused on one girl from the waist down for I don't know how long, till someone woke him up. But um, but that's 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 all part of it for me. The it's it's they're still managing not to spoil that. Um, Right, I got to I got to move on. I thank you uh, very much. Four fifty six at News Radio nine thirty W B E N. And again, I'm a prisoner of the clock. I'll continue this after uh, five o'clock. I might add some new wrinkles in. And of course, if you're caught in any traffic uh, issue, by all means, call in because we've got snow south of the city, east of the city, and it's drifting into ski country. Um, and just be very aware that there are some really slippery travel conditions out there. 